It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. One of the Miami Dolphins' critical free agents for this upcoming offseason is offensive guard Robert Hunt. We're putting on our best general manager hat here today on the show to talk about what negotiations with Hunt and his representation could look like in the coming weeks. You are Locked On Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Miami, welcome to another episode of Locked On Dolphins. It's your team every day here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, Cal Krabs, a lifelong Miami Dolphins fan, host of Locked On Dolphins, co-host of Locked On NFL Scouting. You can find our shows on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Tip of the cap to our everydayers. Because it is your team every day. We don't just say it, we live it here on the Locked On Network. Today's episode of Locked On Dolphins is brought to you by Prize Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use code locked on NFL in all lowercase for a first deposit match of up to $100. Today on the show, we are putting our best Chris Greer, Brandon Shore, hat on to talk about negotiations with one of Miami's critical free agents to be Robert Hunt. I think if you had to give me a choice of any offensive free agent that's set to hit the market, Robert Hunt is at the top of my board. And I think when you cross-reference expected cost, uh, Robert Hunt might be my number one expiring contract that I think the Dolphins need to get back in the fray. Uh, for the upcoming season and beyond in a long-term contract. So uh, what I've done, and and it's important to note, the Dolphins are currently still sitting in a position where they can exclusively negotiate with Robert Hunt. He has not hit the open market. Uh, that will not come until the middle of March if no deal is agreed upon. So what I've done is I've looked at the top of the offensive guard market across the NFL. And one thing that's very apparent to me is there's a couple different markets within that market. And it's not just left guard and right guard. There's different levels of accolades and there's internal negotiations and external negotiations for uh, these second and third contracts for interior offensive linemen. You look at the top average salaries, which is just how many total years divided by or how many total how much total money divided by however many total years and you get a couple of guys that crack the 20 million dollars per year mark they're Chris Lindstrom and Quentin Nelson the thing that's that's very apparent about those guys and Zach Martin who held in this past offseason to get a new deal and and found a couple extra the Cowboys found a couple extra million dollars uh to make that one happen is those guys are all first round picks with multiple Pro Bowl and multiple All-Pro honors to their names. Chris Lindstrom, twice named to the Pro Bowl, twice second-team All-Pro, first-round pick, top-15 pick. He got a new deal this past offseason. That was $20.5 million per season on average. Quentin Nelson, top-10 pick, 
six-time Pro Bowls, <laughs> and four All-Pros uh, to his name. Zach Martin, former first-round pick, nine Pro Bowls, nine All-Pros to his name. That's a little different conversation than Robert Hunt. So when Chris Greer and Brandon Shore and that whole party sits down with Robert Hunt's whole party, there has to be an acknowledgement of accolades and achievements that for as good as the Dolphins think Robert Hunt can be, and I'm a, one of Robert Hunt's biggest fans, like I, I think he is a Pro Bowl caliber player. And I think if he'd have been totally healthy this year, he probably would have had a very legitimate argument to make the Pro Bowl. Uh, that's just not the reality of where Robert Hunt is at at this stage in his career. And using those dollars and that top of market in any conversation doesn't feel proportionate to where Robert Hunt is in this stage in his career. Now, the good news is there's a name we're going to mention here in just a minute, Joe Batonio, who I think there's some really good inspiration on where these conversations can lead. And Joel Batonio's current contract is $16 million. That's not the contract or $16 million per year. That's not the contract we're talking about. We're talking about what Joel Batonio's second contract was. Again, we'll get to that. There is kind of a trend where you continue down the teams who did not have to deal with the open market, teams who internally signed a player before they hit the open market and were retained by their original team. Chris Lindstrom, Quentin Nelson, Zach Martin are the top three. Elkton Jenkins is next in line. That's a two-time Pro Bowl player who also plays offensive tackle. He started at left tackle for the Packers. He got 17 per on his new deal. Joel Batonio averaging 16. That's a six-time Pro Bowler, five-time All-Pro player. Originally drafted by the Browns. Wyatt Teller um, found his footing on his rookie contract with the Browns, but that's three Pro Bowls and two-time All-Pro. He got 14.2 average per. These are all players that were with a team and signed a new deal before they hit the open market. And that's really important to note because now there's a drop, about $2.5 million per season on average. And this is where you get to no accolades, meaning no All-Pro honors, no Pro Bowls. Shaq Mason, 11.7, is next in line for a player who was under contract, did not hit the open market. Now, he was traded. Um, and acquired on his current deal uh, that that put him at 11.7, which is technically his third contract because he left in free agency and signed with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He gets traded to Houston. They gave him a new year, deal this year. But no Pro Bowls, no All-Pros. 11.67. Cesar Ruiz, former first-round pick. That's an accolade that a lot of these other guys have had. Lindstrom, Nelson, Martin, top of, of market guys. Cesar Ruiz, his new contract is an average of $11 million. Cody Whitehair, 10.25, one Pro Bowl to his name. So you've got the gap between the multi-Pro Bowl, multi-All-Pro caliber players and this next range, which puts you in a very different dollar stratosphere. But this is only one sub-market of offensive guards. You also have players who hit the open market. And you can talk anywhere. And the, the, the percentage is open to interpretation. 
But when you're not bidding against a player in his representation, you're bidding against a player in his representation and probably a third to half the league, there's a bump. You call 15% market bump, a 20% market bump, whatever you want to call it. There's five offensive guards who signed contracts in excess of $10 million per season on average that signed with a new team after hitting the open market. Brandon Scherf, who played seven years in Washington, a full first-round rookie contract and two years on the franchise tag, five-time Pro Bowler, one-time All-Pro. He hit the open market sign in Jacksonville for an average of 16 and a half. Joe Thune, one-time All-Pro player in New England. He played his rookie contract and one year on the franchise tag. He signed in Kansas City for 16 on the open market. Lakin Tomlinson, former first-round pick, busted out with Detroit, goes to San Francisco. He ends up getting uh, an open market after a second contract in San Francisco. His third contract is on the open market with the Jets, and he got 13.3 per. Ben Powers got 13 per from the Denver Broncos, four years, $52 million. And Nate Davis, a day two pick for the Tennessee Titans, signs this past offseason uh, with the Chicago Bears, three for 30, or for an average of $10 million per. Ben Powers had no accolades. Nate Davis had no accolades. So Ben Powers at 13 per on the open market is pushing and getting closer to Wyatt Teller and Joel Batonio as multi-all-pro and Pro Bowl players than Shaq Mason and Cesar Ruiz because he got on the open market. So all these top salaries at the guard position, it's important to know where they came from and then cross-reference that with where Robert Hunt is at. The question is, out of all of these, there's, there's like 15 contracts here we've talked about. Which situations are most similar to the shoes that Robert Hunt currently finds himself in. That is what we're going to explore next here on this episode of Locked on Dolphins as we continue to sit down and present all of the information to try to come up with what we think is a fair offer for the Dolphins to bring forward for Robert Hunt. Don't get caught hungry at your home gate, your tailgate, your friend's house at this year's Super Bowl, because whether you are craving your favorite appetizer from your favorite local restaurant or you are prepping your own home gate and need all of the groceries needed for your favorite recipes, DoorDash has you covered for the big game. Did you know that all of your favorite local restaurants, all of your favorite grocery stores are available on DoorDash? And you can get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCK23. That's 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCK23. Subject to change and terms do apply. Prize Picks is the number one daily fantasy sports app in North America with more than 3 million members it's the most fun and exciting way to play DFS because it is you against the numbers, not you against thousands of other players. You pick more or less on two to six player stat projections and watch your winnings roll in. The big game is right around the corner. Prize picks is the easiest and most exciting way to turn every game-changing moment into potentially 
winnings for you. With as little as four correct picks, you can turn $10 into $1,000. If Patrick Mahomes throws for more than one yard in the big game, you win on prize picks. Go to prizepicks.com slash NFL and use code NFL for a first deposit match of up to $100. And don't forget, if Patrick Mahomes throws for more than one yard, in the big game, you win on prize picks. That is prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use code locked on NFL for a first deposit match of up to $100. So the contracts that we've laid out, there's, there's a lot of numbers. There's a lot of average salaries. There's a lot of different circumstances with a lot of different accolades and positional flexibility and so on and so forth. I think some of the more attractive parallels to Robert Hunt narrow this field down quite a bit because you mentioned Lake and Tomlinson. Uh, as an example, his second contract with San Francisco after he landed in San Francisco was for three years, 16 and a half total million dollars in 2018 when he had no accolades. He goes on to make one Pro Bowl, then he hits the open market and he gets 13 million per from the Jets. You think about uh Shaq Mason. I think Shaq Mason in 2018 signs a contract extension as a non-first round pick with no accolades. It paints a very different picture because his current contract that he signed this year in 2023 is 11.67 million dollars per season. His second contract was five for 45 back in 2018 against the 2019 salary cap as the first new year of that deal. The salary cap back then was $188 million versus now it's in the 240s somewhere. If you took that dollar amount, five for 45, an average of $9 million per, against $188 million salary cap, and you extrapolate it to today's numbers, it projects to about $11.7 million. And I like using Shaq Mason because that's a player who was not on the open market negotiating against a bunch of other teams across the league, like Ben Powers, who I think is a relevant name to invoke here. He signs for $13 million, five for four for 52, but he's on the open market and signs with the Broncos. If he were not to have hit the external free agent bidding market and the Broncos hypothetically were the team that originally had his rights. It was the, the Baltimore Ravens. Perhaps you don't have that open market bump, call it 15%. That projects to about $11 million. So you have Shaq Mason's 2019 second contract and today's numbers is about $11.5 million per season. Ben Powers got 13 on the open market, but if it were not an open market contract, you probably can extrapolate it back down to about $11 million. Cesar Ruiz signed a four-year, $44 million contract extension as a late first-round pick with no accolades with the New Orleans Saints. This year's the first year of that four-year new years of the deal. And it was four years, $44 million for an average of $11 million per season. And that's in today's money, obviously, because that's a, a today contract. The other one, and this one's going to help Robert Hunt. Because I'm sitting here throwing 11, a lot of 11s at you. And we're hearing Lake and Tomlinson getting 13 two years ago. Ben Powers got 13 last year, right? Robert Hunt's camp wants to hear those kinds of numbers and not 11, 11 and a half. 
And understandably so. It's their job to maximize his markets as he gets ready to sign a new contract. And it'll be up to Robert Hunt to determine uh, whether he's maximized his value satisfactory for himself or if he wants to go out and dare the team to hit him with the franchise tag or let him hit the open market and then continue to negotiate. Joel Batonio. His current contract as a six-time Pro Bowl, five-time All-Pro player is an average of $16 million per season. But his second contract with the team, he was a first couple of picks of the second round, quality starter, but not a Pro Bowl player. Okay? So a lot of parallels to Robert Hunt. He signed a new deal again in 2017 was the second year of his contract as the 35th overall pick. Five years, $50 million. It's an average of 10 per in against the 2018 salary cap, which was $177 million. You extrapolate that contract and forecast it to today's dollars. It's about 13 and a half, 13 and three quarters million dollars per season. I think that's the numbers that the hunt camp should be angling for relative to his accolades to some recent contracts. You can make the, a very firm argument that he's a better player than Lake and Tomlinson. He's a better player than Ben powers. Both those guys hit 13 on the open market though, versus internally negotiating within your own team where you don't have the extra market bump. The best contract example that, that you can point to amongst the top 10, top 15 contracts on the market to make a sales pitch for Robert Hunt to get into that $13 million stratosphere is Joel Batonio's second contract from 2017, which started in the 2018 season with $177 million salary cap. What's interesting is you look in two different resources and you get two very different forecasted values for Robert Hunt. Spot track. Projects Robert Hunt uh, at about $12 million, $11.8 million per season is their forecasted free agent value for Robert Hunt. Their exact terms there are four years, $47.3 million total. So 11.8. They like to look at other players in similar values historically and their respective contracts and what they have gotten and you get an average together, an aggregate, and that's their value. That's the methodology for spot track. Pro Football Focus. Forecast Robert Hunt is a top 30 free agent to hit the market if he does indeed hit the market. And they're forecasting $17.5 million per season, which is why I was inspired to do this show, because you got one resource saying just short of 12. You got another one saying 17.5, which would put, 17.5 would make Robert Hunt the fourth highest paid guard in football for no Pro Bowls and no All-Pros as a cut what's going to be a fifth-year player. That doesn't even have the uh, fifth-year option to help boost his average pay, to get him into that ballpark, get him into that club for dollar amounts. If you assume that Robert Hunt signs a deal with the Dolphins and he doesn't hit the open market and you take that 15% open market bump and you take it off the PFF forecast, you still get 14.8. So you're talking a $3 million strike zone. Oh, and if you 
take that 15% open market bump off. Their forecast is four years, $59.5 million. You contrast that again, Ben Powers got four years, 52. Still a little bit of a gap. If I'm the Dolphins, what can I do? What carrots can I dangle in the midst of this potential $3 million buffer to find the right compromises and the right dollar amounts to get Robert Hunt back in the saddle for Miami at a contract that is competitive, fair, well compensated for him, but potentially offer some other concessions as compared to raw dollars. That's the million dollar question or the several million dollar question. And that's what we're going to look at next here on Locked on Dolphins. Stick with us. Today's episode of Locked on Dolphins is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sometimes we all need the opportunity to get something off of our chest. Big or small, certain things can really start to wear on you. It's important to let that kind of stuff out, especially to somebody who's unbiased in your life. If you've been thinking of starting therapy, it can be really different for everyone. Most of our bigger problems extend beyond our favorite sports teams, for example. But it's important to get the things that weigh on you off your chest. Get BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be flexible and suited to your schedule. You visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOn to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash LockedOn. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Anytime you have a a contract that's announced, it's always important to pay attention to whether it's Ian Rappaport or Adam Schefter. The phrasing of the contract matters. I think back to the Alec Ingold contract, right? And the way that that contract was phrased was kind of delivered to seemingly in a first announcement, maximize the perceived value of the contract. It's the game that every agent and every insider plays in this space to help facilitate the flow of more information as time passes on. You just, you got to understand that to, If you read what they're saying, but actually try to read between the lines, there's quite a bit that you can glean on who's giving information to an insider. And you assume the way that things are being phrased helps facilitate more information to be given down the road. But there are certain facts of um, how contracts are structured. and, And one of the ways that open market contracts offer more concessions and better incentives versus a player exclusively negotiating with one team. Just looking at these top 10, top 15 guard contracts as an example is the percentage of the contract that's guaranteed. And I think this is a really nice carrot that a team like Miami could potentially dangle to Robert Hunt. In addition to, 
what percentage of his money he gets up front because that money you can prorate strategically and you can give higher percentages of the contract. For an example, uh, of the exclusively negotiated contracts, Lindstrom, Nelson, Martin, Jenkins, Batonio, Teller, Mason, Ruiz, Whitehair. These were not open market negotiations. They were extensions with a, between a player and a team and their camps negotiating the, the details. On average, just percentages of those contracts that were guaranteed, on average, 46% of the total dollars written into those contracts was fully guaranteed. And that number is juiced by Zach Martin because he technically got like a one-year reworked contract that was 100% fully guaranteed. So it's even smaller than that in reality. Versus your open market negotiations, Brandon Scherf, Joe Thune, Lakin Tomlinson, Ben Powers, Nate Davis. It's about 54% fully guaranteed dollars in those contracts. You're talking a difference of 8 to 10%, especially when you account for the outlier that is the Zach Martin contract in a very unique situation on a one-year deal. 10% more fully guaranteed dollars when you have to bid against the rest of the league. So if I'm Miami, one way that I can incentivize a contract that maybe doesn't hit 13, 13 and a half, $14 million on an offer in just raw money per year average, can I give you a higher percentage of your contract fully guaranteed? Some of that can come courtesy of a signing bonus, a substantial signing bonus. Uh, ben Powers, as an example, took a $13 million signing bonus this, this past season. So what I would like to land on here, if I were sitting down and negotiating with Hunt's camp, I'm not, but I've presented a ton of information that puts these negotiations into context. An offer that I think would be fair relative to Robert Hunt, his play, his accolades to this stage of his career would be four years, $50 million. That's an average of 12 and a half per season AAV. That's good for the 11th highest average annual salary at the guard position in the NFL. It does not measure against the deals of Lakin Tomlinson and Ben Powers as open market contracts because open market contracts are a first-class ticket to a 15 to 20% bump. Instead, it fills the void between the Wyatt Teller contract as a multi-time Pro Bowl player and All-Pro player from teams that, that from players that sign contract extensions within their own team, and raises the ceiling of the no accolades players in the same bucket. A player that with a team hasn't made any Pro Bowls signs a contract extension. The current ceiling there is Shaq Mason, eleven point six seven. You're getting twelve and a half as the new ceiling of that sub-market of the guard market. But there's other ways that you can make this a more attractive contract for Robert Hunt. If I offered him four years, $50 million, and I said $30 million of that was fully guaranteed, the $30 million guaranteed from a raw numbers perspective would be tied for the fifth highest fully guaranteed total 
in a guard contract in the NFL. So the 11th rated annual average salary, but the tied for fifth highest guaranteed at signing amount of dollars for a guard in the NFL. So if Adam Schefter were, were announcing this deal, you could bet your bottom dollar. It would not be Robert Hunt signs four-year $50 million contract extension worth 11th highest salary for a guard in the NFL. It would be Robert Hunt signs four-year $50 million contract with 60% fully guaranteed. $30 million guaranteed at signing is tied for fifth highest amongst guards in the NFL. And the way that you could structure a contract like that would be to say, give him a $14 million signing bonus. Oh, Ben Powers got uh, a half a million dollar more per average for, than you across four seasons. We're going to give you a million more dollars upfront on your signing bonus. So you're going to take 12, we're going to take $14 million and say, hypothetically, a $2 million base salary. So you're going to take $16 million home in year one of the deal. And if you did that and you evenly spread out a $14 million signing bonus across four seasons and gave him a $2 million salary, his year one salary cap hit for the Dolphins would be $5.5 million. I would give him $9 million in salary the second year of that deal. It's fully guaranteed. That gives him half of the cash in the first two years of the contract. 16 in year one, nine in year two, it's 25. I'm not a math guy, but I gotta tell you 25 divided by 50 is 50%. And then I'd give you half of your salary. Effectively, half of your salary in 2026 is fully guaranteed as well at signing. That gives you $30 million in guaranteed cash. So that's where you can dangle the carrots and play the negotiation ploy and say, look, let's realistically sit down. We're talking about signing a contract extension before you hit the open market. So that eliminates some of the pool. Now let's look at the remaining pool. Let's talk honestly about what Robert Hunt's accolades look like. Not a former first-round pick, hasn't made Pro Bowls, hasn't been named to all pro teams, whether it's fair or not. And again, I think Robert Hunt's a Pro Bowl caliber player. That's why I'm offering you this contract. We're going to raise the ceiling of that subsect of the market, and I'm going to give you tied for the fifth most guaranteed money at signing to get the deal done. That's what I think fair negotiations could hypothetically look like. And again, even with Zach Martin's 100% fully guaranteed reworked contract. On average, players that are not hitting the open market are pulling 46% guaranteed at signing. I'm giving you 15% over that. I'm giving you 33% more than the average. So if I'm the Dolphins, these are the kinds of conversations that you sit down and have to try to facilitate a beneficial contract for Robert Hunt, a beneficial contract for Robert Hunt's representation, and a beneficial contract for the Miami Dolphins as they look to maximize their deal. This was fun. Put my GM hat on. Hope you guys enjoyed. Obviously throwing a lot of numbers out here. We're talking offensive line. I know that's a really important talking point for a lot of Dolphins fans, so I hope you guys show up and uh, comment, like, subscribe. If you're watching on YouTube, you can find us on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Appreciate you guys for checking out Locked on Dolphins. Make it a great rest of your day. I'll be back again tomorrow. Again, you can find us on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Fins up. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. 
Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.